elders in this assembly and pastors and their spouses and permanent roommates in different assemblies. I would want to say we deeply appreciate the warmth of your fellowship receiving us. And uh, we feel at home, away from our homes. We feel at home because the spirit of our Father is in the house. And so we have become color and language blind. We only know our Father in you. And we are thankful that we are siblings and we, are, we belong one to another. Amen. In the body of Christ, no one exists for himself by himself. The I cannot say I don't need the rest of the body. So we need you and you need us. You need the person seated next to you and the person seated next to you needs you. This design of God is crucial to our coming into agreement in prayer. So, the short of it is that we appreciate you and we appreciate this time and we thank God for this time. And personally, I would have loved to sit down so I listen to my brother yet another time. Amen. 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 I would pick up on a couple of things that he said from those past two days. And the, and the first one is that God who poured his spirit in us expect the same spirit to reach back to the one who gave it. Jesus was preaching, teaching, and got to the place where he then said, Who do men say that I, the Son of Man, am? And they gave different answers to him. And in the answers they gave, out of the five answers, four were wrong. Only one was right. The answers they gave were produced by who they were listening to and who was teaching them. 
Then why am I denying And they said, Some say you are Elijah. Some say you are Jeremiah. Some say you are John the Baptist. And some say you are the prophet with no name. And he asked them, But you, who do you say that I, the Son of Man, am? And Peter alone stood up and said, Thou art the Christ, the Son of the living God. And Jesus responded saying, Flesh and blood has not revealed this to you, but my Father who is in heaven and out of this revelation, in this revelation, I will build a people I call my church, and the gates of hell will not be able to stand against those people. And so the building of the church of God, the building of the believer, the building of the Christian has something deep to do with a revelation that you receive of your God and of who you are to your God. Until we can come to the place of understanding and appreciating in God who we are, what he has made us, the way we stand in prayer becomes shaky. For the scripture declares, as a man thinks, so is he. So you have to, at this point, ask yourself, who am I who stands up in prayer and who am I praying to? In the Luke account, the verse 7 that has become the anchor scripture for these five days, it says, And shall God not avenge, shall God, the entity we want to establish clearly, shall he not avenge? His very own elect, you, you must know who you are as the very own elect. Even, even though they cry out to him day and night, the crying out day and night and he seeming to delay is the act of prayer. Things that Apostle Fee has poured in and we have understood. But now we need to establish the triangle completely. The God who would answer and the elect who are calling on. So in the next few scattered scriptures we would look at, 
My heart's desire of what God has established is to bring you to the place where your mind becomes so clear, so strong, so focused on who you are, knowing who you are, and who your God is, and therefore you know when I lift up my voice, He will hear me. Amen. Amen. First John chapter five and verse four says what? And in some pay decay, etinum and chichemu and nine dianeka. Whatever 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 Bibiara is born of God. Overcomes the world. Turn to your neighbor. God has made a declaration. See, whatever. Now it's interesting he didn't say whoever. It is because he was not limiting it to the human beings alone. He was also expanding it to everything that he initiates in movements, in acts, in things that must be established. Whatever is born of God has the capacity not to be defeated. It overcomes. Amen. So you have, you have to establish that I am born of God. I have come from God. Therefore, I have that disposition. Have you seen darkness put out light before? When we say, assume Because the nature of light. If you say a high suno always overcomes darkness. It only depends upon the strength of that light. And then it will determine how much of the darkness it overcomes. So God calls us children of light. Therefore, when the light begins to shine, whether by prayer, by worship, by singing, by serving, whatever it is that you are doing, whatever is born of God overcomes the world. And then he says, and this, please go back, and this is the victory that has overcome. This is the victory that has overcome. Please, who are the English professors here? Help us. Has overcome. Thank you. This is the victory. You see, it is not saying this is the conquest as in going to conquer. He says, you have already gone to battle. 
and you have won a victory. So this is the victory that has overcome. There is that place that God is declaring you are functioning from. And he says the victory is your faith. Now, that is one of the subjects in the body of Christ we know a lot about. So you would notice in the same look in chapter 18, he says in the verse 8 that he would avenge them speedily. But when the Son of Man will come, will he find faith in the earth? It appears as if God was dealing with the two things. Knowing who we are as the elect of God and how we function in our trusting him to determine that when we cry, we know our cry will be heard and whatever the cry needs to deal with, it will deal with it. So, let us establish a few things. In Exodus and chapter 4, from the verse 21, And the Lord said to Moses, When you go back to Egypt, see that you do all these wonders before Pharaoh, which I have put in your hand. But I will harden his heart so that he will not let my people go. We know the background to the story. Moses is born a small boy at the time when the law was that every baby must be killed. He is preserved and runs away at age 40 and goes into the deserts and lives with Ruel or Jethro. And then he is now being sent back by God. Now, there is what we need to appreciate. The verse 22. Then Pharaoh said, then he said, you shall say to Pharaoh. Fast is the Lord. Israel is my firstborn. Israel is my firstborn. Twenty-three. So I say to you, let my son go, that he may serve me. But if you do refuse to let him go, indeed I will kill your son. People, he says, Israel is my firstborn. Who is Israel? Israel name Abakai. Why Israel? Summary: The people of God, the church. 
He says, look here, any entity that will bind my people, that will hinder my people, he says, let my people go because they are my firstborn. And this is the God who is prepared to do anything he needs to do to ensure that his firstborn comes to serve him the way he wants him to be served. He said, Israel is my firstborn. Yet we know that Jacob was the Second twin. But when God established that Israel is my firstborn, anybody who came against Israel, God will say, You have come against my firstborn. Now, the firstborn of God that we have come to know in the New Testament is who? Is who? Is who? Where have we been baptized into? Into Jesus. Having been baptized into Jesus, Scripture says we have put on Christ. So he declared and said, In him we live. In him we move. In him we have our being. In him we live. In him we move. In him we have our being. He says, when you pray, ask in my name. Because the firstborn has an inheritance, a double portion inheritance with the father. He says, ask in my name. Up until now, you have asked nothing of my father in my name. Ask because. You are asking because of the firstborn. The one who takes the place of the father, you are asking in my name. So when you ask, the Father will do it. He says he will. He will do it. Now, when God declared that Israel is my firstborn, what things did God do to Egypt in order that Egypt may release the firstborn. For 400 years, Egypt dominated Israel. But in a short time, God says, I am releasing you. Because you are my firstborn. Because you are my firstborn. Because you are my firstborn. There is no one here who has given their lives to Jesus. Who is not valued in the eyes of God? 
So if God decided to let his firstborn come and be a sacrifice for you, he asked the question, shall he not with him give you all things? People of God, it is perfectly possible on this last day to speak some things to get you excited. But I have observed throughout scripture that in the last day there are solemn advices that are given. Solemn advice. It, it is not something it is a, a reflection of, look, be sober. This time, you have to decide how you are going to walk. I, are you understanding? You have to understand the God whom you serve. You have to ask yourself, do I know God? How do I know him? I say I am worshipping, but who am I worshipping? What am I worshipping? I am thankful for that reference of your scripture for the year in, in 1 Kings chapter 18. I, I, I thank God for that one. Because in the midst of everything, the people of God, the firstborn of God, got to the place they were confused. Other things became their attraction of worship. Other things became their fear. He says, let it be decided. Amen. Who is God? Amen. If the Lord brings down fire, Amen. then let him be God. So in your mind, Amen. you know who is God. Amen. In your mind, you know who your God is. Amen. In your mind, you know who you are to your God. Amen. So when the fire came down, the, there, the Lord, He is God. The Lord, He is God. So who do you know that you are worshipping? When I said to Pastor Dennis, this is my friend. He is such and such and such and such. He says, if you say so, I would accept it. I have a challenge for us. We listen to news. We read newspaper. Some of us receive social media postings. And we believe the things we hear. Even when we don't know a way to establish the whole truth. Or what is behind it. 
Now God has given us a time tested, time tried, generation tested, century after century, century after century, century after century, a document you must believe in. So ask yourself, ask yourself, how come I don't believe the way I ought to believe? Ask yourself. So that when you begin to set your mind aright, you would quickly move from the first level of prayer of asking. When he says it is finished, do you accept and believe that it is finished? The main reason why people get conned and they are duped with one thing or other is because they believed the lie. But you are called to believe truth. And at some point, when you are a child, someone else will believe for you. But when you become an adult, you must believe for yourself. He said, Israel is my firstborn. For that reason, he said, every firstborn that opens up the matrix belongs to God. Now you tell me who here has lost their khaki before. Or your door key. Or maybe even your cell phone. All of these things are replaceable. But the moment you lose it and you find it valuable to you, your eyes are hot. Your heart is beating. And when it happens that you have a... Mama, can I use your bag? You have a precious bag. You know? And there are things inside. And the things inside, they are valuable things to you. And then somehow, in talking to somebody, you, you left, you forgot it, and, 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 and you left it somewhere, and then you are going. Say, hey! Thank you. Now, if you belong to God, do you belong to God? Do you know He is your Father? He you belong to Him. So the shepherd said, The Lord is my shepherd. The Lord is my shepherd. Which Lord? The Lord of war. The Lord creator. 
The Lord my righteousness. The Lord my healer. The Lord my provider. The Lord who takes care of me. He is my shepherd. So I stand in a unique place. If I get lost, he will look for me. If I am not where I should be, he would discover it. And when a lion comes up, he will chase after him. When a bear comes up, he will chase after him. The Lord is my shepherd. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not lack anything. He makes me to lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside still waters. He restores my soul. He leads me in the paths of righteousness for his name's sake. Yes, yes, yes. Though I walk through the valley and death is close by and cast a shadow over the valley because I know who I am. Because I know who is my God. I shall fear no evil. For thou art with me. Thy rod and thy staff, they comfort me. Then you set a table before me in the presence of my enemies. When they look at me, and they want to do damage. You have set a table. You see, it is princes and princesses who can sit down when the enemy is planning war. And they will say, look, I am with my father. Don't disturb. This same shepherd boy became king of Israel. He understood who his God was. Therefore, in the midst of war, he would say, Lord, he would seek, shall I go or shall I not go? It is because of who he knew he was to his God. You need to understand who you are to God. You have to settle that I am born of God. Papa, where is your son? The one who sang. Stephen, Crown, Stephanos, where are you? Okay, he's coming. But you see, people, listen. In the natural, in the natural, his children carry certain ingredients that make them identifiable that they have come from this man. In the spirit, in the spirit, we are from God. Listen, he says, and God said, let the grass, let the grass bring forth and produce with seed in itself. 
And everything has seed to produce after its kind. Everything. But when he came to man, he said, let us make man after our likeness. After our likeness. After our likeness. And let him have dominion. So God made man. And God created man. And God formed man. And breathed into man. His breath. His spirit. He breathed of himself. Into the man. And now that you stand up. You carry the DNA of God. So now, hear me. The same strategy the enemy has used in the past, he is still using today, and the believer, the word woman, the word man, is being deceived every time. Now, could you have one for the UC? I will show you something. Please go over to Genesis chapter 2 and verse 10. Back up a little. Go, go to verse 9. And out of the ground, the Lord God made every tree grow. That was what? It was what? And for every tree, including the tree of knowledge of good and evil, and the tree of life. Stephen, it's okay. I didn't know you were such a shy boy. Thank you, Steve. All right. Including all of those ones. Now in chapter 3, when the enemy came to the woman, he said certain things to her. And then all of a sudden, what does it say? Let us take it up from the verse 2. And the woman says, we may eat of the trees of the garden, but 3, of the tree of the knowledge of in the midst we shall not, lest we die. And what did the enemy say? He says, you shall not die. For the Lord God knows. For the Lord God knows that what? In the day that you do what? You shall. You shall. And you shall. Be like. God. What does Genesis 1.26 say? Let us make man. In our image. In our Im- so she already had been made like God. Please go back to chapter three. And he says, go on verse six. So when the woman saw was that the tree was good for food, was it not what was said earlier on? All the trees were good for food. That it is pleasant to the eyes. Was that not the same thing over there? So it is the knowledge of truth. You shall know the truth. 
You shall know the truth. If you continue in my doctrine, you shall know the truth. And the truth that you shall know of the doctrines of Christ will set you free. These are the things. I repeat, you have come out of Christ. So John 1 verse 12, 13 says what? And as many as received him, to them gave he the power, the authority, to become children of God, which were born not of blood, nor of man, nor of the will of the flesh, but of God. There is a God seed inside of you. You better wake up to who you are. You better wake up to who you are. So in Second Corinthians and chapter 10, around the verse 3, 4, 5, thereabouts, you will notice it says, For the, our warfare is not according to flesh and blood. The weapons of our warfare. They are not, but they are mighty through God. To the pulling down of strongholds. Every time, we read, every time we read this scripture, you know where our mind goes to? We begin to see all the demons and shrines in distant places. And they are there. They need to be pulled down. But there is something we need to tackle. For you, you will see what it says here. It says what? Pulling down of strongholds. What are the strongholds? Casting down what? Casting down what? Where is the argument? It's in your mind. And, and in your heart. What are you arguing about? It is between truth and lie. It is between, it is between what you see around you and what you know in your spirit. So we find ourselves arguments, arguments, arguments. Once upon a time, I just stepped out of the bathroom and pulled off my towel just as a friend stepped into my room. It was Pastor Gales. You know him. <laughs> I didn't know. But as he entered the room and I turned to face him, apparently a huge growth about three and a half inches to four inches, has suddenly appeared on my stomach. No pain, nothing. So he goes, Hey, David, what is this on your stomach? Because 
I had just come from the bathroom. There was nothing there. So how come it appeared? I don't know. But when I looked at the expression on his face, I knew there was trouble. So I looked down it was a horrible thing. And in that split moment, my spirit said, there is nothing there. So I lifted up my head and I said to him, there is nothing there. And I repeated it, there is nothing there. He said, no, I know about faith and confession. But there is a growth on your stomach. I said, there is nothing there. And you see, this this brother, listen, this brother is somebody I have benefited. We both have benefited greatly from because he's an excellent teacher of the word. And he said, David, I know about that. But there is something (laughs) And I looked at him again. I said, Apeto, there is nothing there. He got frustrated and walked out of the room. I was pacing up and down, not sure what to do. But one thing I decided, I wasn't going to look at my stomach. Before 10 minutes was out, he had come back with two brothers. I said, come and see some, 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 something that David is doing. So, so they burst into the room. By that time, I had put on a shirt. Then one of them said, Hey, David, I hear you are trying to exercise some dangerous faith or something like that. There's something on your stomach and you say there is nothing there. And I was trying to stop them from... After about five minutes, they said, okay, you let us see. You you remove your shirt. Let us see. So I removed my shirt. Expecting the same warfare I had with him, that I will say this. So I prepared myself to say there was nothing there. When I removed the shirt, now the brother who went to bring them, he goes, David! What it was, where it went, I do not know. You have to understand and know where you stand. Which were born, not of blood, nor of the flesh, 
nor of the will of man. But these ones are born of God. So they carry something of God. Hear, hear this. Bible says, and God breathed into man, and man became a living being. There is suggestion that the root words describing the spread that God breathed and the living being implies that he became a talking spirit. On that score, God had put within us the same kind of of creative power by making pronouncements so things will be started. In your mouth. In your mouth. There is something called tongue. Whichever one you call it. It is there. And God has given it to you as that entity that activates the realm of the spirit. And here is how it works. What you say, you create. What you say, you create. What you say, you create. What you think, and what you say you produce what you think that is what you are and what you say that is what you produce so when you enter prayer knowing who you are should determine what you say turn to your neighbor say neighbor I am a child of God. My mind cannot catch it. But my spirit knows that I am born of God. So I will grow my spirit. So my spirit will override my mind. I know. I know. That I know. That I know. That I know. That I am a child of God. I am born of God. I know. I know. He said, Israel is my firstborn. He would defend everyone. Please, please come, come with me. Come with me to Galatians. Galatians chapter 3. Verse 1 and 2, and then we continue from the verse 7. What does it say? Oh, what? Foolish Galatians. Galatians 4 and Jimmy 4. Who. <laughs> Isn't it interesting? Isn't it interesting? Okay. When, when we read in English, Oh foolish Galatians, we didn't laugh. But the moment we are Jimmy Fuono, then that one, Kwashia 
Ona. Boom. You you get the picture? Eh? See, I can't bro for my na ya did no kakra na ya the buy anka say kasem one no say emudo. Jimmy. Boon femo. Kwashia. And he is describing a state of departure from who they were supposed to be. Who has bewitched you that you should not obey the truth? Now let us go to verse 7 and down to verse 10. Therefore know that only those who are of faith are sons of Abraham. Continue 8. In the scripture, foreseeing that God would justify Gentiles by faith. Preach the gospel to Abraham. Man of God, that the scripture foresaw, and I want you to understand something. In the day of Abraham, there was no written scripture. In the day of Abraham, there was no written scripture. For the scripture, the Genesis, the Exodus, the Numbers, the Leviticus, the, the Deuteronomy was written by Moses. At the time Isaac was not born, nobody was born to produce an Israel to be in Egypt. There was no written scripture. But now there is a record of revelation. There is a record of revelation. Saying the scripture foresaw seeing ahead of time. So now the scripture that has been given to us is no longer black and white print on a piece of paper. Amen. He is a, he is a being with sight. The scripture foreseeing that God justify the Gentiles. Preach the gospel to Abraham. Abraham. Saying in you all families of the earth shall be blessed. Now pause for a moment. This was in the day of Abraham. All families shall be blessed. All families shall be blessed. When I say it again, say including me. All families shall be blessed. 
All nations shall be blessed. All families shall be blessed. All families shall be blessed. So God's intention way back he saw you he saw each one of us he saw our children and our children's children and he said I will bless them God decided I will bless them I will make them my own continue so then those who are of faith are blessed with believing Abraham. I believe God will want to break some things off some people's mind. Those who somehow have accepted that you are cursed. I want you to understand that the curse was broken. Amen. The curse was broken. The curse was... Change your mind in accepting the lie and begin believing the truth. Amen. So for person change ni jina bibi so ya ya jini and say ya ya ndumi ya no ya sisa if you say ya shira ya na ya nji no kura ni ntum. Jump to verse 13 please. Christ has redeemed us from the curse of the law. The law came 430 years after the gospel was preached. I believe there are some lawyers here. People of God, who are the lawyers in the house? I have a question. Yes, eh, so lawyers, okay, just. <laughs> My learned friend. <laughs> we would have some little, you know, you help me out. So look at this. He says, has redeemed us from the curse of the law. That the blessing of Abraham. He has redeemed us. That the blessing of Abraham might come upon the Gentiles where? So the blessing he packaged, he wants to make sure we would have it. But that blessing has been wrapped up in Christ. In Christ. That we might receive the promise of the Spirit through faith. Continue. Brethren, I speak in the manner of men. Though it is only a man's covenant or document or, or contract, if it is confirmed, no one, no one adds to it or cancels it out. He says, if it is confirmed, 
And yet, two days ago, three days ago, we heard how that God confirmed his promise with an oath. If it is confirmed, no one can cancel it and no one can add to it. So I bought about 20 years ago, Britain had to give up the nation of Hong Kong because there was a contract. China was patient for almost 100 years. He said, the 100 years, it will come. Now we will take our thing. It doesn't matter who is the leader. The document is still document. Dead or alive people, the document is still standing. I believe in the, in the, in the legal language This principle of adding to it, or it says you cannot apply a codicide. So when anyone takes a document to court and wants to change it, the judge will say, "What are the clauses for amendment?" If the one who prepared the document says this document. As is never to be changed. It is settled. No clause for amendment. The people for whom the blessing is intended are the people who must inherit. No change, no change, no change. The judge will say, sorry, this one, it is settled. It cannot be changed. The only thing that one can do is to prove that I am one who has a right To inherit what the document says. So the scripture for seeing has prepared this document. And shall God not avenge his own elect speedily? He will. Jehovah, Jehovah God is a legal expert. So the whole scripture is a law and a contract. And he made sure that there was blood as a seal upon the contract. And make sure no one can change it. And according to law, when there is a will and a testament for any man, those who are mentioned in the document, they have no right to inherit Unless the one who made the will and the testament has died, blood has gone. You need to understand who you are, brethren, and what God has brought us into. Before we, I'll confirm this for you, please. Go to chapter, chapter, the same chapter 3, verse 27, 28, 29. I'll show you something very quickly. And I will come back to this confirmation. 
It says, for as many of you were baptized into Christ, have put on what? There is neither Jew nor Greek. There is neither slave nor... There is neither male nor... You are all one in... Next if you are Christ, then you are Abraham's seed. And as according to the promise. Then you are one who has a right to inherit what was promised. You, you are mentioned in the legal document. Chapter 4, verse 5. Redeem those who were under the law that they might receive adoption as sons. Continue. And because you are sons, God has, God has sent for the spirit of his son into our hearts crying Abba Father. Verse 7 Therefore Therefore, you are no longer a slave, but a son. And if a son, then an heir of God through Christ. People of God, if, if, if God is the king, can you address your mind to the wealth of God? God is saying something to us. Is it not the same Bible that tells us that the cattle on a thousand hills belongs to him? Yes, I trust him here and He's saying to us. And then we are heirs of God. From what I know. Because I, I, I also come from a royal family. So, is there anybody in, the, in Ghana who doesn't come from a royal family? <laughs> you know, it's only the size that matters. That everybody comes from a royal family. Amen. That normally, royalty doesn't go any place alone. You don't go to any place alone. So for everyone who is truly a child of God, who is truly an heir of the Father, there is an angelic assignment that goes with you everywhere you go. Including the fresh babies born. Now going back to the going back to the verse 14, it says that there's you cannot add to it or take away from it. So let us see what happens in Hebrews chapter 9. Hebrews chapter 9 from the verse 15. 
15, 16. It says, For this reason, he is a mediator of the new covenant. By means of death. For the redemption of transgressions under the first covenant. That those who are called may receive of the eternal inheritance. For where there is a testament. (coughs) Where there is a will. There must also of necessity. Be the death of the testator. Why? For a testament comes into force only after men are dead. Since it has no power at all while the testator lives. Amen. I have news for you. So Jesus Christo. Jesus. Christo. Jesus. Christo. The Word. Jesus. The Testament. Jesus. The Testator. Yes, He died. So that the Testament will come into force. Not only that, but after he died to activate the testament, he rose from the dead and became your advocate to say in the document, in the volume of the book, in the volume of the book, in the volume of the book, this is the place of this one. This is the place of that one. He has He is here to serve me. So let every pharaohic system around you. Let my firstborn go. Let my firstborn go. Let my firstborn go. And when you know your place and you stand up on your feet at night, in the morning, in the afternoon, on the trotro, in the bus, wherever you are, in the shower, to pray, you pray by the knowledge of who you are and who your father is. The one who knows who he is. It's difficult to overcome that person. I have known you for some time. But recently I received information that your name is not Albert. He's, he's not called Albert. You should see his face. He's laughing at me. <laughs> because he knows he's called Albert. He knows his name. So where did I come from from yesterday to come and tell him he's not called Albert? You know who you are. You must have an understanding and a revelation of what God has made you. You need that. You need that. And shall God 
Not avenge his own elect. Let my firstborn go. Shall God not avenge his own elect? Heirs of the promise. And if he gave up his only begotten son, when we were sentenced to death, when we had nothing to live for, he gave us all. And now, that he has brought us to himself, I want you to think again. Seriously think again. Ask yourself, why am I challenged at believing? Why? What has been confronting the way I trust God? Is it because I am listening to all the things around me much more? How well am I listening to God? How well am I thinking on what he has told me I am? So Paul prays and says, Ever since the day I heard of it, I have not ceased to give thanks for you and to make mention of your name in my prayer. That the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ may give to you the spirit of revelation and knowledge in the light of him, the eyes of your understanding being flooded, that you might know. That you might know. What is the hope of his calling? People, we have an inheritance in God. And God has placed an inheritance in us. Not only that, but according to Ephesians chapter 1, the verse 3 says, Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. Blessed us with every spiritual blessing in the heavenly places. He has done it. Now, like we were told yesterday and now you have to rise. And we call it in three words. What does it mean? I don't I'm not a tree man. Amen. You understand. 
Bible says we all are asofo. Trust them, say, so there are things that God has prepared. Things he wants us to walk in and manifest here. So the moment those things are not being manifested, then an adversary is at work. So what do you do? It is time to cry out. It is time to pray. Turn to your neighbor and say to your neighbor, neighbor, I have to rethink who I am. I have to rethink. For this reason, he gave Holy Spirit as guarantee. That's the word, Now, who going to buy a house for two million dollars? Then he takes two hundred and fifty million dollars and puts down as guarantee. Who? Now I first take a chance at the accountant. Normally, amongst human beings, you put a guarantee that is less than the value of what you are going to buy. But God, God, God has given a guarantee that is much, much more. Why? He did that. Oh yes, sir. So that you are rest assured. So you can have rest. Finally. He says, When the Son of Man shall come, shall he find faith? If this is my father, and this is who I am, then I must trust him. I must trust him. I must believe him. So faith is to bring you to a place of rest. Why? Faith is to help you to function in the supernatural. The Bible says without faith it is impossible to please God. Faith bringing you to a place of rest is because according to scripture, Hebrews chapter 4 from the around verse 4, it says for all the works have been Finished from the foundation of the world. All the works. Right? 
that they shall enter my rest. Although the works were what? Although the works were what? Finished. Indeed, we are sitting on a finished work. Amen. So as pastor said at the beginning, that we may know and access how to access the finished work. It makes Impaibo easy. You see the gold diggers. They know the gold is there, so they labor to get it. We have more than gold. Amen. So here you are, people of God. There is a book with what you must do and what you must have written on it. The work is finished. Amen. Now you must ask. And you don't stop at asking. And you must knock. That you may access. When you have gotten it, you exercise yourself in it. Amen. People of God, God has tied some lost people to each one of us here. I have witnessed nations turn because a handful of people agreed that the nation must turn. I have seen corporations in America collapse because a handful of people said this wickedness must stop. It will not rise again. And the corporation collapsed. I have seen corporations in Ghana deceive people. The finger was pointed. You shall not flourish. And they folded down. We have been given an inheritance to exercise the jurisdiction of God that thy will be done in earth as it is. Simply put, the widow went to the judge. And the saints are going to their father, the judge. The widow did not stop. She kept going. And the same, it is not a judge who disrespects. It's a father who says, come, come around me. Come around me. The widow had an adversary. Our adversary had been defeated. And he says, this unjust judge did this. And shall, shall God 
Shall go. Shall go. Not avenge. As long to me, my very own elect. I will say it again. Then you say you put your own name and shall go. Not avenge. Shall go. Not avenge. Shall go. Not avenge. He will avenge speedily. So you walk in faith for it is finished. Do not listen to the deception of the enemy. Do not look at the lies of the enemy. Know who you are. Know you are. The Lord bless you. The Lord increase you. The Lord establish you. As you remain seated, I want you to just begin to speak in tongues. For those those who are filled with the Spirit of God, with a gift of speaking in tongues. If not, would you please just stand on your feet wherever you are. If you are not filled with the Spirit of God, Thank you, Lord. 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 Wherever you are standing, you are going to ask. You are going to ask what God has already given. Fill me with your spirit. Let it bubble in my spirit. With the gift of speaking with other tongues. That I may pray as you would have me pray. Just raise your hands and begin to ask God. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. you please please just go and touch any one of them yes we just touch them some of the pastors are coming to touch you they will just touch you spirit of the living God spirit of the living God spirit of the living God usher these ones into a new place Usher these ones into a new place. 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 Harolomoshka. Brentoloma. Barilemeshko. Borantoma.
thing I'll do quickly. Anyone here who has felt that there is a curse you are fighting against, stand up on your feet. there is a curse. Some things have been fighting you. You have been convinced that there is a curse because it is repetitive. You keep on trying and over and over and over. You are looking, you are looking at the circumstance and every time you are convinced that there is